There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know what? Let's just crack right into it, shall we? I know what you are. And welcome to Where You Been Loca, episode 16. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I didn't put the episode number in there. (laughs) Nice. That might have been me. No, I made this copy. No, no, no. She made this one. She made this copy. Yeah, you did. You're right. I was like, why is she pausing? Because I literally was like searching for what the chapter number we were. I didn't know. I was like, fuck. All right. Well. And that's um, Ariana. And that's Ariana. I Hello. cut her off. So. I'm Ariana. <laughs> That's <laughs> we're to, me. We're off to a good start. Fully cut off Ariana. She didn't even get to introduce herself. <laughs> she, you know what? Ariana's not here today. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell me where you've been and what the hell you're drinking, Loka? Do you want to talk about what chapter we're doing? No, it's a surprise. Okay. You know what? We're on episode 16. And you know what? All of our episodes and our chapters are aligned with this book, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> That is true, but they should know what chapter and name of the chapter. All right, fine. We're chapter 16 of New Moon called Paris. I'm just saying, like, if I was listening to this and not reading it, like, with us, I would need to know something because I'm not going to go get my book out to be like, okay, I said, I know they're on episode 16, so it's obviously chapter 16. So what chapter is that? Okay, it's <laughs> called Paris. Great, thanks. I can't wait to see what happens. They go to Paris. Just like the chain smokers? Yeah cute so i am drinking ace pineapple craft cider i have i actually had a pretty eventful weekend i went to happy hour with nick jeff and shannon at jerry's last weekend Mm -hmm. but then we went over to liberty point which a lot better this time around i will say we should yeah we should go Obviously, when we went the first time, it was like brand new, new, yeah, very hype. I do think had we stayed there like later into the night, like this past weekend, yeah, probably would have looked the same, right? But we got there like at a decent time. It was probably like five ish, 
And we had the perfect spot right at that first level bar. Mm -hmm. And we just didn't have to, there was no squeezing in between other people. We just occupied that space. Yeah. And it was great. And the rest of it wasn't shoulder to shoulder. It was just nice. That's that. It, that does sound nice. And then they wanted to relocate to Morgan's Pier, and I said, "I'd rather not." I said, okay. <laughs> we have a great spot here at what is essentially the new the version of that. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Wait. If you're gonna okay, whatever. Well, okay. So to be fair, it was Shannon's friend's birthday, uh-huh. and they wanted to go to Morgan's Pier. Okay. So we left. We walked our little butts down to Morgan's Pier. Luckily for us, we were with their bouncer manager friend. friend. Yeah. So obviously he just got us into Morgan's Pier. Yeah. No line, no cover. So Mm. that was very nice of him. And it was actually a lot of fun. Really? It was a good time. Wow. The bathrooms were scary as ever. Not surprised. But other than that, still packed. Very hard to get a drink. But overall, decent time. Okay. I went to Parks on Tap pop-up beer garden. I don't think I know what that is. Or I they did it last year. I don't know how many years they've done it, but it's like just called Parks on Tap, and they go to different parks in the city and just Cute. do like a little pop-up tent. And they put like chairs out and hammocks out and stuff like that like in the park. Oh, cute. So Nick and I did that and then went to Stateside Distillery in Passyunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we were at, like, Columbus Square Park. Yeah, I love Stateside. Oh, That was the first time I've been there. They're- I've never been there, but, like, I just like their products. Oh, yeah. Um, Their little, like, restaurant bar is cute. They have one of those, like, like outside bar taps. Mm-hmm. So, like, the windows open up and you can sit at the bar outside. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. We didn't sit there because it was filled already because everybody was there to watch the basketball game that transitioned into the baseball game. Mm-hmm. So Sixers and then Phillies. We had one drink and then realized that the Phillies game was moved up an hour and we had tickets to the Phillies game. So it was literally the time that the game was starting that Jeff got a notification on his phone saying, oh, the game's starting. Shut up. <laughs> we were like, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> so downed our drinks, hopped in an Uber and went to the Phillies game. And then we went to Xfinity. Went to PBR. I wanted to ride the bull so bad. So bad. I just wanted to do it. But I like couldn't bring myself to do it since I knew I couldn't like stay. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Like literally just get on and leave if that's what you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like wanted to like make a night of it. Yeah. And I just couldn't. Yeah. Because I had my stepmother Donna's 60th surprise party to go to. Mm-hmm. So I went to that. And then the next day, Sunday, I just worked on my furniture. It was a nice, nice weekend. Feel nice. Like I hit a lot of, a lot of things every day. Yeah, you did do a lot this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's really it. Ariana, are you here? Yes. Did you do anything this weekend? Yeah. Well, I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, so on Friday, Nick and I went on, like, a little date, and we went... To his parents' house for dinner? No. We went somewhere else for dinner. Oh, I'm Where'd you go? Like you a guys, restaurant. I'm surprised. You guys have family dinner every Friday. 
Not every the la- Friday. The last, like, four times. Yeah. <laughs> now, we, um, we went to a place in Conchi. It's called Trattoria. I'm drawing a blank. Is it on Fayette? No. Hmm. No idea. I, I forget the name of it. I don't know either. Some Italian restaurant. It was pretty good. I had um these, like, um shrimp wrapped in pancetta. Mm. Mm. Really good. And then I had crab ravioli. Mm. It was good. And then we got ice cream after, and then we went to go see the Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> it was actually really cute. I really liked it. I love that. <laughs> it's actually so cute. How was Chris Pratt as Mario with no Italian Honestly, accent? Honestly, I think they did. I think they did the right. Like they like incorporated it. Incorporated it. 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 Incorporated it. it. <laughs> like every so often, he would have like he'd be like, "It's me, Mario." But then like the rest of it. Was the just, rest of it was like, normal. "Hey, I'm Chris Pratt." <laughs> Like, but I feel like it, it like flowed. It wasn't like weird. Like I didn't okay. think it was okay. awkward. Hmm. Um, I thought it was really cute. Honestly, like it, they incorporated like all the games, like Mario Kart and like the cute. Tra- tra- traditional like where the Mario's like running and I don't know the name Super Mario Bros. I think yeah. that's actually yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. literally what it's called. Um, yeah, I thought it was cute. And then did he have like the little cat tail that makes him fly? He did at one point. He yeah. had. He was. That was always my suit. favorite one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of interesting because the way the movie is, they're like in Brooklyn in like the human world, and then they like find the green tunnel and they get like transported to like Toad World, hmm. where Princess Peach rules, and Bowser's like the enemy trying to like take over. Yeah. Okay, cute. That does sound actually kind of like... It was cute. I liked it. I thought it was cute. It was kind of funny, too. There there were points where I thought it was funny. Um, I finished the third Akatar book. Finally. What'd you think? Mm -hmm. It was good. I liked it. I feel like most of it, like, kind of, like, really just happened all at the end. Mm -hmm. I feel like... I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say anything. Okay. But I guess I'll just say it too. I feel like it would have been better if somebody died. Like I feel like somebody had, somebody had somebody to had die. to die and nobody and died. nobody died. I know, but I'm wondering like <laughs> what's gonna. I mean, there are more books coming out in that series. It's it's not over. So I'm wondering. Yeah. Some someone's going somewhere. Yeah, I was like, I feel like somebody's got to die. Like, so, like, it just has to happen. But to be fair, in Throne of Glass, none of her major characters die. Hmm. Like, people who are important to her major characters die, but none of her major characters die. Yeah. However, I would say, like, in Crescent City, she has a couple, again, not, like, main characters, but people who are really close to the main character yeah. That you, like, spend time with in the book, they die. Mm. So. Got it. I do feel like some shit's about to happen. hmm Yeah. And then I started reading the Atlas Paradox. I started reading it also, and I have, I literally have not picked it up since Savannah. Yeah, I started reading it. It's very interesting. It's like, my, I was, like, explaining the book to my mom, and I was like, she was like, well, what's it about? And I was like, 
well, it's about students in a magic school, but it's like not really about that at all. Yeah, it's, it's like, like not about that. It's about like time and and like space, space and, and like continu- continuum. Yeah, and psychology and. It's so good, actually. It, it, it's like not like that's like the premise, but it's like that has nothing to do with anything that's <laughs> that they're actually like talking about half the time. Yeah, I do actually need to pick that book up again. Mm-hmm. I can't remember anything else I did, so that's where I'm at. I'm also multitasking right now. Um, because queen. queen of multitasking. The client decided to send us stuff today. After being over a month delayed, and we have three days to do it all. I feel like you should be able to say, you were busy and didn't send what you needed to send. Now, I'm busy because I have a podcast, (laughs) and I have to record. True. Yeah. (laughs) True. That'll go over really well, I think. Why do they get to be busy and you don't? Well, it's just more of you should be able to say, like, if you're going to submit something, you have to submit it by a Wednesday of any week because, yeah, like, we need three days and now you're forcing this whole team to Die. work like dogs for two days or work through the weekend and that's not fair. Yeah. And I literally can't work this weekend because I have a bridal shower and a bachelorette. So. Yale's bachelorette? Yeah. Just doing like one night or something? Yeah, just like a night in Philly. Cute. I will update next week on yeah. on the pod how that goes. And then I have Nick's sister's bridal shower tomorrow or, for, or Saturday. You're going to be... Oh, no, you probably won't be. Never mind. What? I was going to say, oh, you're going to be hungover. That sucks. And then I was like, no, you won't. No. <laughs> um, Nick randomly got called into his boss's office today. And was like, hey, you're getting promoted. Surprise. Oh, wow, must be right. so nice being a man in this world. <laughs> and he just got promoted so randomly out of nowhere. Good for that's him. A wonderful surprise. That's, I know. That's amazing for him. I'm really happy for him. I was like, okay. That's awesome. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, like when it's like not on the table, no discussion. Nothing yeah, like, he, like like for me, there's like anticipation. Like, am I going to get promoted this July or not? Right. And but like you probably know it's like. On the table and like when it's gonna yeah come about. But Nick was like just out of the blue. He just was like, yeah, I think I'm promoting you to level two. And he was like, oh, do you get a pay raise and everything? Fourteen percent. Wow. I would, not, if I nice. wasn't getting a pay raise with my promotion, I'd be like, you can actually keep your title, <laughs> and I'll keep mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna do the same amount of work that I'm being paid to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, good. That's awesome. Wow. Congratulations, Oops. Nick. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I wish I like. Well, I hope I get promoted in July because I definitely think I deserve it. But nice. I do have a weird story actually. So there's a tree in our front yard, and the landlord like trimmed some of the branches, and they mm-hmm. left them like on the side of our house. And it's been there for a while. Like we were like, whatever. We, like it didn't bother us that the branches were there and. The landlord left them there. We didn't know if, like, they were going to need them or use them for some other purpose down the line. Mm -hmm. So they've just kind of been sitting, like, by our house. But, like, me and Nick don't care. Like, it's whatever. Our neighbor – so Nick and I are leaving and our neighbor's outside. And he's like, hey, guys, like, can I ask you a 
a question and we were like yeah sure like what's up and he was like uh do you know if the landlords are like using those branches for anything and we were like oh like we don't know we can ask like you don't think so thinking like he was gonna ask to like use some of them because he has like a fire pit in his backyard yeah you know he just wants the eyesore gone yes but uh, the story gets weirder the story gets weird so he was like oh so just for your information you can throw them out on wednesday and we were like oh okay thanks so like we were like oh thanks like at first we were like what the fuck he's being a dick and then because he just doesn't want to look at the branches on our lawn anymore Mm -hmm. and then i was like maybe he was trying to be nice but he was like awkward and he was like oh like if you guys guys didn't know yeah yeah like lawn pickup is on on wednesday in case you guys don't want the branches here anymore yeah so uh, we were like okay maybe we'll give him the benefit of the doubt whatever maybe he was trying to be nice so nick and i are leaving we come back all of the branches are picked up and put in our recycling bin. No. So our neighbor went on our lawn and threw out the branches for us. And so I told this to my coworkers because we were like shooting the shit, eating lunch. I told him the story. Oh my God, I'm too petty for that. And my one coworker was like, if he was trying to be nice, he would have thrown them out in his own trash, not put them in yours. Yeah. <laughs> like, What if on- you had real recycling that had to go in there? Yeah, and he also just went on our property. Like, the branches were on our property. Like, isn't that so fucking weird? No, that's weird. Like, that's so weird. Nick and I were like, uh, what the fuck? Okay. But yeah, that's pretty much... (laughs) She said, that's that's what I did this week. That's where I've been. (laughs) I got weirded out by my neighbor this week. That's that's what I did. Classic. (laughs) All right, well... It's been a, an interesting week for me. I worked all weekend and then I had a very tough professional realization and I took myself on a lot of walks and I got my period a week early and I s- did some spring cleaning. Anyway, do you want to recap us? Sure. So last chapter... Bella was spending most of her time on the reservation alone while Jacob and the LPG hunted Victoria. The pain dredged up from the conversations about the Cullens became too much for her to handle, so she sought out another adrenaline rush to hear TVOE. She decided the best way to achieve this was to hurl herself off of the cliffs of La Push into the treacherous waters. Mission accomplished. And that was it. There you go. Yeah. Is she alive? Is I the wish- book over? I wish she was fucking dead. Who knows? <laughs> so I guess to answer that riveting <laughs> question. Yeah, please. Please tell me. I will uh, take you through the summary. So Jacob had rescued Bella oh, after fuck. her <laughs> after her death jump off the cliffs. He then drove her home after receiving tragic news about Harry Clearwater. When they pulled up to Bella's house, Bella came to two realizations. Carlisle's car was parked across the street and the orange flickering Bella had seen in the dark water was actually Victoria's fiery red hair. Or orange hair, I guess. So, fun fact. Did not read your section. Did not read your section. I only know what happens in the middle. I obviously know about Harry Clearwater because it's, like, mentioned in my section. But that's it. So, I, like, don't really... <laughs> I tried to make references, but I was like... <laughs> I think this is what we're talking about. <laughs> Great. I love that. 
Well, let's crack into it, shall we? So Bella's head breaks the surface of the water and she immediately starts vomiting water, all while still being thrown quite harshly against more rocks. She hears a voice commanding her to breathe and realizes Jacob has rescued her and is now beating the water out of her lungs, begging her to live. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. So her head breaks the surface. Mm -hmm. She feels... And she's being thrashed against more rocks. She thinks they're rocks. It's Jacob's body. Oh, okay. I was like, how are these two things happening simultaneously? He just got her up against the rocks. And he yeah. Dying. So he he <laughs> dives into the water. The mm. whole thing is very confu- – it's written very confusingly because Bella is disoriented. So, like, it's even more disorienting than the car crash in the parking lot. <laughs> like, okay. it literally doesn't – it's like – so – her head breaks the surface and she's like, what the fuck? I could have sworn I was sinking. Mm-hmm. And she feels like the current and it's still like beating against her. And she feels like she's being like knocked into. She says like more rocks, hard, hard rocks. Mm-hmm. And then she is like, I hear a voice and I realize it's not Edwards and that sucks. <laughs> so I must be alive maybe or maybe I'm dying again. And she just feels like he's like swimming through the current. Mm-hmm. water's thrashing them so she's like gasping in air but then like also water is like mm-hmm. shooting into her mouth and so then he they get to the shore and he like fucking throws her onto the gravel beach okay the okay. rocky beach mm-hmm. and she and he's like he's probably giving her like chest compressions yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not really like specified but he's like literally like pounding on her to like yeah. get her to vomit up the water and She's like, oh, my God, I must be dying again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she hears Sam and Jacob talking, and she's like, wait a second. I'm alive. Sam's and like, this I'm girl's in- a fucking liability. I'm sick of her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's in a lot of pain, obviously. So Sam and Jacob determine Bella's life status. They're like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> she kinda, is alive. She is alive. But it barely. Sounds like she, I do not like the color she's turning. Like, is her back okay from you body checking her into the rocky beach? <laughs> because she's also laying there motionless after that. And he's like, did you paralyze this girl by accident? And Jacob's like, oh, my God, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And then Bella on cue starts like heaving again. Mm. So she's fine. (laughs) And she is like cracks her eyes open and croaks Jacob's name. And then the two Sam and Jacob decide to split ways. Jacob is like, I'm going to take care of Bella. And you, Sam, you need to go back to the hospital. (laughs) It sounds like Sam is always at least from the two parts that I have now heard of this chapter, Mm -hmm. makes a brief appearance and then has to leave. Yeah, literally. (laughs) So Sam's like, I've got Bella. Or Jacob's like, I've got Bella. Sam, like, you are needed at the hospital. Like, we're good. And he, like, scoops her up from the sand, no longer worried that he paralyzed her, um, and is, like, running full speed to his house. And over his shoulder, in her, like, disorientation, she... Catches glimpse of like fire out on the water, like in the horizon, and she's mm-hmm. like, "That's weird, whatever." <laughs> like, hmm. Looks oddly familiar. Yeah. So then she's like, "Jacob, how did you find me?" And he explains that he was searching for her when he 
heard her scream while she leapt off the cliff's edge mm. and vocalizes what we're all thinking. Says wolf ears. Why the fuck did you jump when you can clearly see a hurricane brewing? You are, are you stupid? You are stupid and are you stupid? Confirm. Spoiler. Yes, she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically he, they were tracking Victoria and she dives into the water and he's like, fuck, what if she doubles back and like comes to the res? Like Bella's always on the beach by herself. Like she's going to, he's going to, she's going to, Victoria's going to find Bella on the beach. I have to go back. So that's why he's searching for Bella at the beach and then hears her when she takes her little dive off the cliff when she screams of like exhilaration. He's like, oh my God. And thinks she's being attacked, but it's actually her recreationally cliff diving. Her, it's her excited scream that Victoria is finally caught off to her. She's like, yes. Yes. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting. <laughs> I have been waiting. So Bella agrees that she is stupid and promises to wait to do dumb things until he's around and then asks about the events of the day all while like rinse, wincing through her raw throat. He does explain everything that I just explained. I kind of like jumped around through my notes there. Um, And kind of hearing the events, the way Jacob tells them, she remembers that Sam was instructed to go back to the hospital. And she's like, did you guys fight her? Like, who's hurt? Like, what's wrong? And he's like, no, we're all fine. But when we got back from hunting her, like Emily was waiting and Harry Clearwater had a heart attack this morning. So everybody is at the hospital. His kids, his wife, Charlie, Sam, the rest of the pack, like, do we know, like, in the movies, he has a heart attack because, like, Victoria gets him. Right. We don't know. We don't know. It, no. It just says that, he says, when we got back from searching or, like, tracking her, Emily was waiting for us with the news that Harry Clearwater had a heart attack this morning. So it's never specified, like, if he was out with Charlie, like, hunting the wolves or, like, doing anything. Hmm. TwilightSagaSeries.Fandom.com mm-hmm. says, in the book, it is implied that the cause of the heart attack was the knowledge that his daughter, Leah, was becoming a werewolf. Hmm. In the movie, it's because Victoria attacks him. Attacks him. Yeah. I mean, how would that timing even work if... Yeah, because she doesn't come become a... Well, so they say in the movie that she turns because he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. But they're saying in the book that she's turning and he has a heart attack and he's having a heart attack about it. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. I guess. I mean, like. I don't know that it's something to be like upset about. Why do they all get upset about it? I just don't understand why they think it's like the worst thing ever. ever. I don't get it either. But I just think it's like shocking and confusing. I feel like it makes more sense for him to have a heart attack while he's out hunting the wolves like they do in the movie. Like, that makes a lot more sense. Like, well, although we do know how how many chapters ago is that four, like five chapters when Jacob's ignoring her and she makes Charlie call Harry for information. It's mentioned. It's like the one fucking like little nugget Stephanie ever drops in anywhere is Harry mentions he was at the hospital for testing for his heart. 
mm-hmm. was having heart problems. Uh, yeah. Do you guys remember? Yeah, no. I do. Yeah. Wow, that, wow, I remember something. Yeah, that's shocking. Yeah, she's like, can you call, please? And he's like, all right, fucking fine. And he calls Harry, and he's like, hey, like, are the blacks fine? Like, Jacob's sick. Bella's really worried. And Harry's like, oh, yeah, the phones are down on the reservation. Like, and they're shooting the shit. And then he, like, reveals, like, oh, yeah, I've been I've been to the hospital recently, and I didn't see them there. I was there because I was getting, like, tests for my heart. I've been having problems. Okay. And I can see him being, like, shocked and upset over Leah turning because, like, they probably don't have any legends of a, a woman female yeah. werewolf. So they're probably like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. But aside from that, I just don't understand why they all get upset when, like... <laughs> Dude, me neither. Turning. That's, <laughs> that I can understand. Like, all right, like, this is different and we don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Fine. But... I wonder what made her turn in the book. Like, it's very believable that, like, in the movie, she turns because of the grief of her father. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. So I guess she was just always going to turn. I think she was always going to turn. It's very interesting. She must be an alpha female. Yeah. She must be. She's a bad bitch. Yeah, the Clearwaters must have more, like, direct line than... We think. Yeah. Or then it's like clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like, Sorry, what? No, that's what is clear water. <laughs> so, I can't believe we're not drinking water for the clear waters. I know. Bye. Oh, I'm drinking the same pineapple cider as Kayla. Ariana's drinking water. Marissa does also have water. Yeah, I'm doing both. I'm double fisting. Hearing that Harry is in the hospital finally puts into perspective for Bella how fucking selfish she is. Harry is literally on the brink of death and she has allowed herself to do something so reckless. She too nearly died and she was happy to die because she could see and hear Edward and she was like, "Mm, I'm selfish and I don't care what it's going to do to Charlie or Renee or Jacob or literally anybody here in this town. I'm so happy to be drowning. No consequences. YOLO. And now she's like, wow, I'm terrible. A terrible human. Yeah. So round of applause, Bella, finally getting to the point. Yeah. It doesn't last long, though. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Definitely doesn't. (laughs) By the time Jacob, the two of them, like he carries her back to... His house, they walk into the home and the empty kind of darkness feels really ominous to Bella because she knows obviously like why Billy's not home. Like he's at the hospital like with Harry and it's like really like grief heavy and also she almost just died and she realizes that she's terrible and she's like, oh my God, like this is fucking exhausting. Like, wow, what a day. And the two sit on the couch. Jacob sits on the floor she sits on the couch. And yeah, that's my section. <laughs> it's the whole thing. And they fall asleep? Well, they don't fall asleep in my section. They no. fall asleep they, in they my section. They will. They're, they're about to. I just don't. I know they like talk about this later, but why did Jacob not think he should have taken Bella to the hospital? I just think he was in shock and yeah. did what he could to get her 
breathing and then was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Harry's in the hospital. Like, Everybody like else is like, gone. Regardless of you don't know where the like, vampire alive. is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. But I feel like regardless of you being alive, like that is an event that you should probably get checked out after. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he does say that. <laughs> he does. I know, yeah. he, I know he acknowledges it, but then he's like, no. Yeah, yeah but then like it's what? Fine. She's going to go to the hospital and Charlie's going to be like, why the fuck are you here? Why are you soaking wet? Like, what is wrong with your voice? And she's going to be like, I. No, that's her own dumb bitch fault. Yeah. yeah. But no, I also. I, I agree. I don't think he's covering for her in that like instance. No. I think he's just like not thinking clearly himself. And he's yeah. just like, dear God, I just need to get her breathing again. Okay. I need to like get her warm. She's fucking cold. And like, he's just thinking like, what can I do? Right now. Yeah. What's and, the safest place? My house. Right. And then like meanwhile in the back of his head he's got like the thing with Harry. Victoria's still out in the fucking water somewhere. Like all his wolves are at the hospital. Like he's just alone and he's got Bella who's like half dead and he's just like I just we need to go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I just don't think he's thinking. He's not. At all. He's yeah. definitely not. Because then he does get to the point and he's like hmm. Well. I probably should have taken you to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once once he like gets a nap in and he like wakes up and like kind of has a refreshed look on things. He's like, probably should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, sorry. On the plus side for him, I mean, luckily, like when you're in a fire, like you really do need to go to the hospital regardless to make sure that you don't have like smoke inhalation because you can die from that like mm. without feeling fine, not realizing that you have like the black lung and are like going to die. But, like, drowning, I don't think there's anything that, like, residual. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know, but I would imagine there's still got to be some sort of damage to your lungs. Sure, like, they were just yeah. filled with water. Yeah. You could probably get pneumonia, I would think. Right? I, I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking, yeah. like, physical damage. Yeah. Like, she's obviously, like, in pain. Like, there's damage to them, whether it's, like. Well, I wasn't Dire sure if that was hospital, like but... lung pain, although it probably is lung pain, or like her just being thrown into quote rocks. It's and probably she's just I would bruised. Assume a combination of both. I mean, there's no chance your lungs don't fucking hurt after being oh, yeah. filled with water. Oh yeah, no. Like, how the she whole even time speaks she's is like is in pain. Yeah. How I mean, even, if like, you're taking talks. in that much water, your lungs are expanding to their like fullest capacity. And with water, not air. That's definitely got to... I would think that needs to be checked out. But I mean, I think that also... I'm not saying, like, two seconds, like, where you drown in the pool and someone's just got to give you, like, the little Heimlich, like, in uh, the sandlot. Yeah. Well, it but does say... But in this say, scenario, she was, like, virtually dead. No, she literally was. It does say that you... Uh, even a little water in the lungs can cause serious lung problems in the next hours or days. You need to, you will need to be in the hospital for testing and treatment. So yeah, he should so, have. Yeah. I, I assume anything that's not oxygen going into your lungs, like in that capacity, yeah, is going to do some damage. Yeah. Oh, you can okay. dry drown. <gasps> ah. Ew. Yeah, it's basically you get a pulmonary edema in your lungs. And so it's it's basically just like a little bit of fluid that's like still in your lungs and like backed up in your lungs. And then your lungs are also just like damaged from the like experience. Um, and so you can literally just drown on dry. That's why I call it dry drowning because you're like lungs just are filling with fluid. Yeah, I don't love that. I feel like she would definitely be a case for that. Yeah. Definitely. But 
Spoiler, she's not. So, Jacob leans his head on the cushion next to Bella. Mm-hmm. Now I'm assuming maybe that's like the cushion. I was thinking like pillow, like cushion. Oh, like, yeah. No, I'm no. assuming it's like yeah. the couch cushion next to Bella. Okay. The both allowing themselves a minute to rest. Despite Jacob's negativity, Bella clung to the hope that Harry would pull through for the sake of Charlie, Sue, Leah, and Seth. Did he express any negativity in your section? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. You just didn't cover it. Um, I think I wrote it down and I just decided to like ad lib everything that I wrote instead of reading okay. it. But he does. Oh, actually, I didn't write it down. But yeah, he, she's like, well, is he going to be okay? And he's like, well, it's not really like looking good. Right. It's probably not. Okay. Yeah. So Bella's like, nope, we're we're clinging to hope here. <laughs> always for the sake of Charlie. So I love that. She's always looking out for him. Yeah, except for when she was like, it's fine. I'm just going to let myself drown. Except for that time. <laughs> but I do also love that she puts him at the head of this line compared to, to the kids or his wife. Yep. <laughs> She's like, yeah, she is thinking of Charlie about to get his brand new wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I made a really bad comment about that in my section. So it's fine. I love that our brains are the same way. So Jacob's soft snoring lulled Bella to sleep. For the first time in a long time, her dreams were normal. Nothing but blurred memories. The phoenix sun, her mother's face, a ramshackle treehouse that has literally (laughs) never been mentioned before. Literally never. (laughs) Unless, was it like briefly mentioned when she's like running the two blocks to the ballet studio no fucking way no way she's like listing off random shit when she's like oh yeah that's the treehouse that i used to play in as a kid or like whatever that's the only thing i can think of otherwise literally never mentioned never never i only say that because all of her memories seem to lead up to like the mirror room with james so she goes on like the ramshackle treehouse a faded quilt not fucking sure what that is either so I don't know. The only thing I could think of was in the movie is that her mom's like, I made you a quilt out of all of our t-shirts. Yeah, but that's like, but that didn't that happen hasn't even happened yet. That also oh, hasn't and, even and happened yet. It hasn't happened yet at all. So, okay. If it happens, we don't know. <laughs> in the book, I don't know. <laughs> but then it goes on to a wall of mirrors, which I assume is the ballet studio. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then a flame on the black water, which I guess is Victoria. Correct. And that one, she's like, so, she's like, mm, can't make any sense of that one. No idea what that is. So weird. <laughs> like, okay. Until she's in her house and can't turn on the light switch, and then it clicks. Like, yeah. Oh wait, what? Is that in your section? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound familiar to me. So yeah, I don't she's know. Like, where's the light switch? The light. Orange she's red like, hair. Victoria. She's like, oh my <laughs> god. She goes, oh, this could be a trick. I'm frozen. I don't know where the light switch is. And then it turns on. She's like, oh, Victoria. Okay. anyway it's yeah, it's like right. it's like how like i don't know how to, a to c we're going back to yeah, that yeah here we are <laughs> yeah we are going back to that so yeah i don't know weird weird train of memories here yeah, don't I'm know sorry. what the fuck the tree like, house is about don't know what the quilt is about wall of mirrors why are you thinking about the ballet studio unless like okay sure that's how this whole thing started with james mm-hmm then you would think our brilliant little prophet here would be like, oh, yeah, James. Oh, maybe that fire on the black water was Victoria. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe when Jacob said Victoria jumped into the water and that's why I came looking for you. Maybe it would click, but no. So 
Then a little profit. (laughs) (laughs) Then her dream memories turn to memories, by the Mm -hmm. way. Mm Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. now the set of Romeo and Juliet. Okay. <laughs> Which she calls meaningless. As if she didn't obsess over this movie on her birthday saying, I need to watch every fucking version that has ever been filmed and ever created. Yeah. As so if I can't not, go to my birthday party. As if she's not literally fucking wet for Romeo. And then when Edward was like, are you going to cry? And she's like, yeah, I cry every time. And he's like, that's fucking hot. I can't wait to watch you cry. <laughs> But no, this this whole thing is meaningless. Yeah. She's like, she literally is like, Romeo is like my first love. And she's like, can't imagine why I'd be thinking of Romeo and Juliet at this time. What? Literally. This whole book, this entire book is the basis, like based around her obsession with Romeo and Juliet. My whole section is about Romeo and Juliet. And I did take a full passage out of the book because I just had to. I'm, I can't had wait to. Hear it. Can't wait to hear it. Okay, so Bella wakes up, and it's darker now. She's stiff but warm and almost dry, her throat burning with every breath. Jacob is still asleep, and she contemplates getting up for a glass of water, but her body feels as though it'll never move again. I'm sorry. You almost just drowned, (laughs) and you want to go drink a glass of water? I didn't even think of that. That is like the last thing I would want. Like when when I would want like an ice cube or something. I was like a competitive swimmer. And I hated drinking water during practice because I was just in water the whole time. (laughs) And she just inhaled a shit ton of it. A shit ton of it. I didn't even think about that. Excuse me? Yeah, I didn't think about that either. That's actually funny. So her mind wanders to her last dream of Juliet. And she wonders... Meaningless. (laughs) And she wonders what Juliet would have done if Romeo had left of his own accord instead of being banished. Surely she wouldn't go back to her old life. She would have never moved on and seeing Romeo every time she closed her eyes. No, she wouldn't have. She was 14. Like, I'm sorry. No. I don't know. Have you heard Taylor Swift songs? Yeah, I have. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen the movie Rosalind? Because I think that is a way better depiction of what the fuck happens with Romeo and Juliet than any of it. It's really good. Highly recommend. I have not seen it. So it's I don't know. so good. Bella wonders if she would have married Paris just to please her parents <laughs> and keep the peace. But she decides, no, she probably wouldn't have done that. Yes, she would have because she was 14 and didn't have a fucking choice. Yeah, but Paris had only been a placeholder in the story. Much like Jacob. <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all, actually. And this is, she's about to tell you that. Okay, <laughs> He's I'm not. Ready. I'm ready. Tell me. So this is the passage. <laughs> Quote. A long quote. It is a long quote. Yeah, but I'm like, what the fuck? I just, okay, I can't. Her thought process is wild to me that she ends up with Edward. Here I we know. go. I know. <laughs> quote. What if Paris had been Juliet's friend, her very best friend? What if he was the only one she could confide in about the whole devastating thing with Romeo? The one person who really understood her and made her feel halfway human again. What if he was patient and kind? What if he took care of her? What if Juliet knew she couldn't survive without him? What if he really loved her and wanted her to be happy? And what if she loved Paris? Not like Romeo. Nothing like that, of course. But enough that she wanted him to be happy, too. But you end up with Edward? (laughs) Like, I'm fucking confused. You've never said anything like this. About Edward. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there mm-hmm. saying, Edward is your Romeo, and me, 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 but you've never once spewed a whole fucking passage 
monologue thought like this yeah about edward yeah this is just crazy to me well she <laughs> just I, it doesn't make any sense she i think stephanie it. prefers jacob stephanie she, wanted her to choose jacob <laughs> she should have ended up with jacob team jacob i'm so i'm yeah i'm with you now she should have, I think. At this point, like, I mean, she like, should have. I was like, I feel like after reading book two, it's a good determination of it should be Edward or Jacob, and I'm still very much team Jacob. Yeah, I'm I'm here with you. Yeah, same. And so the fuck is Bella. She just, is, like, doesn't want to admit it. And to be fair, we'll get into it later, but I guess you won't. Cause, well, you didn't read it, so you won't know. But, yeah, no. <laughs> um, this whole story could have been completely different if this like one thing didn't happen i feel okay i'm ready okay. we'll hear about it can't wait to talk about that did you read the whole chapter mm-hmm. do you know what i'm talking about no no oh good it'll be fun for everyone i just think this is the deepest thought she's ever, she's had. ever had and she's not even thinking it for herself she's thinking of in terms of romeo and juliet yeah yeah I mean, obviously, she's talking about herself, but, like, the deepest thought she ever has about her own relationships, she can't even, like, let herself know that it's yeah. for her. I know. And she doesn't even... She's disguising it. She doesn't even, <laughs> like... She's literally never, back to your point, like, had any of kind of, like, thought about, like, this, like, as deep as this, like, about Edward, I feel like. No. It's, she, never. I mean, they don't... She's never called Edward her best friend or, yeah. like, her... I mean, she doesn't call... Um, Jacob her like other half or anything but like she the relationship that she has with Jacob she literally like cherishes above all else and is mm-hmm. like we are best friends we like have all of these things like going for us together what does she and what does she and Edward have the that- one person who really understood her who made her feel halfway human again yeah patient and kind all of the things Edward is not I would say, okay, I guess he is, but he's also, like, I feel like he is and isn't at the same time. Yeah. Whereas, like, no, I guess Jacob is also. I would way, say that Edward never Jacob lets. Jacob is a warm patient and kind, and Edward is a cold, cold patient, patient and kind. kind. Yeah. Edward never lets Bella, like, love him the way that she wants to. Right. And Jacob just wants, wants her, her to, to love, love him. him. Yeah. <laughs> The way that she doesn't want to. Right. It's like, Crazy, it's like Edward, yeah. would, Edward would rather her, and obviously because that's the promise of this book, Edward would rather her like get over him and Jacob would rather her fall in love with him. Like mm-hmm. Edward's like, you know, I could live without you. I don't want to, but I could live without you knowing that you're living without me. Yeah. Which is like the complete opposite of how Bella feels and how Jacob feels towards Bella. Like it's like they don't the relationship is so one sided. Yeah. I mean, they're Edward and Jacob are very she does do a very good job writing them in like complete opposites Mm -hmm. with her juggling opposite feelings for them. Like obviously she would have a better relationship with Jacob. She has more feelings, I think, for Jacob, Mm -hmm. but doesn't want to give him that she wants to give it to edward and edward doesn't want her to yeah but she doesn't even have those feelings for him yeah it's just so bizarre to me how this all plays out no i know (laughs) i agree that's why i had to do the whole passage because yeah deepest thoughts this girl has ever had 
I know. she's really just talking about Romeo and Juliet. I know. It's actually <laughs> crazy. Uh, so Jacob's breathing was the only sound in the room. Bella describes it as a sound of comfort. She decides she is reading too much into this and that Romeo never would have changed his mind about Juliet anyway. Juliet getting dumped and ending up with Paris wouldn't have been as good of a story. <laughs> I mean, that is <laughs> fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. She pushes the story out of her mind and replaces it with reality, finally coming to terms with just how stupid she had been with the motorcycles and cliff diving, which is funny because I feel like she just had this realization two seconds ago before she took her nap. Yep. But I guess she's having it. It's reaffirmed. It's reaffirmed. (laughs) Uh, Harry's heart attack suddenly put everything into perspective for her. Seeing this perspective now would mean she has to give up on her Recent way of life, giving up her hallucinations and be an adult and face life. She thinks she might be able to handle this as long as she has Jacob. Hmm. You don't say. (laughs) I wonder why you think that. She replays the feelings and imagery from the day's events in her mind, which I feel like she also just did that before she fell asleep. Yeah. Girls on repeat here. Her moment of thought interrupted when Billy and Sam come in and breaks the news about Harry. Bella's eyes fill with tears and Jacob rushes to Billy's side. He like grabs his hand and it's like sad and cute. She describes the pain in Billy's face, making him appear childlike and the normal composure absent from Sam's face replaced by agony. I was like, what the fuck is compuse? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were saying like compulse or like, and I was like, I don't even think that's a word. I'm surprised I remembered what that word really was. <laughs> Yeah, the normal composure absent from Sam's face, replaced by agony. Charlie stayed back at the hospital with Sue to make arrangements. <laughs> kind of arrangements. Oh my God. <laughs> Too sliding soon. in there already. Too soon. He's sliding in already. Oh my God. It's not my too soon. I didn't write it. Charlie, I'm just saying. Charlie is the chief of police. He is the, he's got to report, report it. He's got to report some. Sam excuses himself to go back to the hospital to, you know, cock block. <laughs> to make sure the grieving widow doesn't jump on her husband's best friend in her sorrow. It is to get up. To get some grief <laughs> cock to fuck the sadness out of her. <laughs> not, I'm not making light of Harry's death. It is very, very fucking sad. I... Love the clear water, as we all know this from like episode one, literally trailer. (laughs) Episode trailer. (laughs) So I am sad about it, but it's just funny to me that they immediately throw that Stephanie goes straight to, oh yeah, Charlie's with Sue at the hospital. Yep. They're the only ones there making arrangements. (laughs) It's a lot of arrangements to be made. Mm -hmm. So Billy just goes off to his room. Yeah, he like. Pulls his hand away from Jacob. It's like dramatic. <laughs> he goes to his room. And Jacob's just like watching him roll away. Just like sad. I'm sorry. If I was comforting a parent, my parent, my sweet little father, and he yanked his hand from my hand. I don't know that. he Okay. He didn't like yank it, but he like, it says like pulled his hand away from Jacob's. Mm. So he like actively is like, okay, like I'm done here. Well, like he, I'm leaving. He does need that hand to roll his wheelchair. So that's... <laughs> Well, yeah, so he pulls it away and then, like, leaves. He's like, I don't want to be here with you two. Yeah. Like, I n- need to go grieve. And Jacob just, like, watches him, like, go down the hall. Yeah, that's true. Okay. 
Jacob returns to his seat on the floor beside Bella, asks her how she is feeling and thinking he probably should have taken her to a doctor. There it is. There you go. She has pulmonary edema. <laughs> Jacob is going to take Bella home instead of to the doctor. Mm. Yeah, he's like, I should take you to the hospital, but instead I'm going to let you maybe dry drown in your bedroom. <laughs> just, <laughs> just don't do it here. See you tomorrow. We're already dealing with enough here. <laughs> yeah, literally, I don't think Billy can see another dead body. Not <laughs> this soon. No. And really, he's just doing it so that she can be there for Charlie when he gets back. Yeah, so Charlie, who's also <laughs> so grieving, Charlie can, can find a dead body. Okay. Watch you die. <laughs> she feels like she is intruding on a private sorrow and like... You are. She kind of is. You literally are. You and your stupid little decisions are intruding on their really sad moment. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck that you almost just drowned because you were stupid enough to jump off the cliff in the middle of a hurricane. Yeah, dumbass. Not that they know that, but... They don't know that. They don't need to know that, but they know that she's a dumb bitch. For once, Bella, it's not about you. Yeah, seriously. And you know what? I think she agrees. She knows that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so then <laughs> they get in the car and Jacob is like driving her home uh-huh. and she asks Jacob how he's going to get home after dropping her off. I don't know. Run like a wolf? Yeah. Like as, he always does? Like as fast as a vampire? Like why is she asking this? She's delirious. She's never asked him she's how he's getting home before. so delirious from her NDE that she just like is even dumber than usual. <laughs> it's just... Her brain, How her do you synapses think he are not firing. I just, the, but he doesn't even say, like, girl, like, I'm going to wolf and run. Like, he doesn't even, like, correct her. He's just like, I'm not going home, obviously. Like, we haven't caught the fucking bloodsucker yet. So going back out into the woods in my wolf form and yeah. running around. The same way I would get home. <laughs> yeah. Same way I would get home. Hello. So Bella's mind is wide awake now, and she can't imagine life without Jacob. Quote, he'd become essential to my survival. I feel like she said this many times. So many. It's not anything new. Nope. She wonders if leaving things the way they were was as cruel as Mike had accused. She wonders, but does she care? Probably not. No, she Is she going to change anything? Most definitely not. Well, <laughs> I don't know. You're about to see something. In the long term, most definitely not. Okay. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? I totally know what you're talking about now. But, um, I, I almost looked like Victoria. That was <laughs> yeah, so <you> weird. <laughs> that was so. That you, was my quiz result. Thank that you. was your quiz result. Um, Victoria, Charlie, and Jacob. That's right. <laughs> it's because of your hair. Obviously. Yeah. No, I think it's because of my very short fuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. My lack of patience. It's the pettiness for me. Yeah. I'm one Victoria, petty, petty queen. With the occasional Charlie composure and like Jacob whininess. <laughs> <laughs> I am most definitely those three characters. That's okay. I'm literally the worst character in the book. It's Edward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but saved by two Alices. That's so true. I am saved by two Alices. Thank God. All right, Bella, you want to – Bella Jessica? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you could be Bella or Jessica. That's so true. <laughs> is it my turn? It is your turn. <laughs> Let's see. Ew, I hate your first line. I'm going to second this. Yeah, that's why I had to comment. Yes, yeah, so gross. Hated it. So, 
Bella remembered wishing that Jacob was her brother. She realized now all she really <laughs> wanted was a claim to him. Just, ew. Ill times two. Yeah. I wrote ill. We <laughs> I, never I just, comment on each other's notes in our own colors, but I'm going to start doing it. <laughs> I just don't understand how she equates what she's feeling with he's my brother. She like, doesn't. That's, that's the problem. She's <laughs> like, I, I wanted him to be like a brother, so I'd never have to like have the potential of losing him. But actually, I just want to like, he's mine. And no one else can have him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gross. now she wants it to be more more than that, but... Yeah, well, she's, like, teetering, like, what if I do give this a chance? What if, like, you know, she's, like, like thinking about it for sure. Um, but then, yeah, she goes on to think that it didn't feel brotherly at all when he held her. I would hope so. Yeah, I would <laughs> yeah, fucking hope so. I would hope so. Um, it felt nice and warm and comforting and familiar and safe. A lot of things. She's having a lot of thoughts this chapter. Yes. Yeah. Um, For someone who should be partially brain dead from drowning, she's having <laughs> a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Bella knew she was going to have to tell Jacob everything. It was the only way to be fair. And I, I, I don't know if she like blatantly says this at any point. I don't think she does. But basically, she's like, if we're going to date, I need to... Tell him everything. Yeah, she's like, if we're going to date, if I'm going to like cross the boundary into like sexy stuff with him, I have to basically tell him that he will never hold a candle to Edward. And the reason I started hanging out with him to begin with was to induce Edward hallucinations. And again, I love you, but I'll never love you as much as Edward. I'm sorry. Pretty much. If a romantic partner said to me, I love you, but I'll never love you as much as I love my ex... Gross. Gun. Yeah, no, I could murder them. I would say, okay, well, guess what? I could live without you. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. That is no. that is the way to soil resentment and like unfulfillment in love. I'm sorry. That's so fucked up. I assume she's hoping that like his love and desire and want and all that bullshit for her will like outweigh and outshine that where he will just like if it was mike he'd be like that's fine i don't care i'm just glad that you're choosing me now yeah jacob i feel like maybe has a little more like jacob would resent her i don't know about like self-respect but like it would hurt him that he yeah couldn't be that yeah it would it would definitely like foster into resentment i think for sure yeah Yeah. it would always be a point of contention between them like without a doubt yeah yeah, and then he would just find his little imprinty and move on. That's oh. exactly right. It would be a different she imprinty because would fucking, it wouldn't be with Nesme. She yeah. would deserve that ending, wouldn't she? To just... Kind of. Yep. Leah didn't deserve it. No, Leah didn't deserve it. Poor Leah. Yeah. But then Bella says she would, quote, have to explain it right so that he knows I wasn't settling, that he was too good for me. Liar. Liar. You're too good for me, but you're not good enough. You're too good for me, but I'll <laughs> like, never not love settling, you the way I but love I Edward. But I am settling because you're my only other option. You're too good for me, but you're not as good as him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's basically what she's saying. Like, so what, what does that make Bella? Dog shit is what that makes, makes her honestly the scum of the earth. <laughs> it means maybe she should just settle for Mike. She's yeah. like, <laughs> just she's call like, it a day. I'm a worm. Do you still love me? <laughs> yes. 
Well, basically, because she says she would have to admit the voices she was hearing. So she would have to tell Jacob she hallucinates Edward. Normal. Yep. Um, But Bella knew that despite all of the craziness, Jacob would take her, which I think is very true. Yeah. Yeah, he would take her, but it wouldn't be. It wouldn't, I think he would I wouldn't, take her. It wouldn't be rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. Yeah, but I also think that he wouldn't take her right away. I think yeah, that he I would just, be so just hurt, like, like you said, that it would take him. He's been waiting for. Like, yeah. For so long now. It's like the second. It, I. Like, I feel. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe pre-wolf. Maybe. Maybe pre and post-wolf is a different. Different answer, but. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like what I said wouldn't come until later. When he like realizes, like I think he would just be pumped that she is interested now because he's been like wanting this for so long, and I think he would be so enthusiastic about it that mm-hmm. he would be naive enough to think that he could change her mind. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, you say this now, but like once we're together and like really together, like once we're fucking, mind. and then I think <laughs> when he realizes that like her mind isn't really changing and like she probably is still thinking about Edward and like. He's never going to live up to what Edward is to her. Mm-hmm. That's when it would hurt. Yeah. You know, like, this, okay. you know, this kind of reminds me of a Katniss Gale PETA. Yeah. yeah. PETA situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, yeah, Bella just. She chose right in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Katniss mm-hmm. did? Yeah. I don't I mean, fully I love remember Gale, but all they... the details. Uh, her ult like her reasoning in the end was just like she did end up needing Peta more because her and Gail are too similar and too angry and yeah. too fired up and just too too much of the same yeah where she could feel light and comfortable and like at peace and safe with Peta now that he's like normal again yeah, yeah. well so also she-, she was never gonna forgive well, um, that yeah. aside, yeah, that aside, yeah, that yeah, that like, she was never gonna. I don't know. That, I was, Wait, I, I was, I forget what happens. What did Gail do? Um, Gail it was, plans like a bomb strike and, oh, and doesn't uh, realize Prim. that he didn't. He didn't plan it, but it was his design because he was like, oh, like this is how we catch wolves out in the woods or whatever. You smoke them out and you like pull in like a trap or whatever and then the rest come in to like pull out the kids or something like that he was like explaining like a hunting strategy oh yeah and then they used it without him even knowing yeah and then prim died and And died died. because she was part of the group that went in yeah just like he said they would yeah but they did it to like make it look like the capital attacked them so they attacked their own people to make it look like the capital they did attack their own people yeah Oh, that's unfortunate. They like wrangled all the capital kids into like the capital or yeah, like into Snow's mansion thing. yard or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they dropped those little like parachutes or whatever. And the kids were like, oh my God, it's like safe stuff. And then they explode. And then like the rebel medics run in, run in to help the capital children. Mm-hmm. And then they second explode not they don't drop more parachutes but the same parachutes explode a second time time, yeah and it kills like the rebel medics so that it looks like the capital killed their own kids just to kill Kill the medics medics, which shows the opposite but it was the rebels that did it just to turn the capital against the capital yeah that's right and it was gail's design he didn't know they were doing that 
he wasn't like a part of that strategy per se. He just yeah. like gave the concept. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm, okay. And that's how Prim died. Yeah. So. Got it. So Bella decided she would have to commit to this. Like, I guess it's kind of like either I'm 100% in it or I can't do it at all. If it's like 50%, not good. Yeah. God forbid she tell Jacob the truth if she wasn't interested in him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Would it be so wrong to try and make Jacob happy, even if the love Bella felt for him was no more than a weak echo of what she was capable of? And that is from Bella. Okay. If this is your weak echo, what the fuck were you giving to Edward? Yeah, seriously. Because it was not this. It was not no. this. I don't if know. anything, Edward is getting the echo. This yeah. Delusional. Mm-hmm. Jacob finally pulled up to the house, and he threw his other arm around her and gave her a big hug. And Bella thought he would be thinking of Harry, but instead he expressed that he knows Bella doesn't feel the same way, but he's so glad that Bella is okay, which becomes a little ironic later on, but we'll get there. Bella then thought, wouldn't Edward want Bella to be happy as, be as happy as possible, too? Bella felt that he wouldn't begrudge her this, giving just a small bit of love to Jacob. After all, it wasn't the same love at all. It's true, it was not, because it's not love at all. I just feel like we're missing a whole part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... I know. I feel like we're missing a lot of what she thinks she feels about Edward. No, I know. Yeah. Like, I just, there's no story there. Yeah, there was a whole book about it and there was nothing Nothing. there you don't see them you don't read them fall in love the way you're reading bella constantly like fall in love love with with jacob Jacob. yeah Yeah. and like you're she literally says so many times like i yearned for him like i missed him i need him around me like i miss this about him i miss this about him like blah 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 blah. like whatever i mean she said and felt those things about Edward but in like well, not any less needy and codependent than she is now but this feels more like real and like warm whereas like when she was desperate for Edward's like presence in the room just feels like like an addict yeah, yeah. that's like more of an addiction than like a codependency if that makes it sense. just also doesn't feel like Edward loves her at all because he gives her literally nothing. Yeah. And Jacob gives her everything. So like just comparing or the just two exactly like, like what she needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But yeah. like she just like wants to be like touching Edward or like whatever. And he is just like stiff as a fucking statue. Yeah. You know, obviously, because it's hard for him, whatever. But, like, he doesn't give her any bit of affection, like, at all. And she is, like, so desperately, like, trying to crawl inside his skin. It's, like, it's, like, embarrassing. So I mean. Like, it's, like, with him, it feels, like, desperate and addictive. Yeah. It's codependent for sure with Jacob, but it's more, like, infatuation, like, love. Yeah. Need you around broken kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like the same but different. I don't know how the else same to but different. describe yeah. it. Yeah, I know. So Bella's thinking like if she turned her face to the side and if he pressed her lips against his bare shoulder. I don't know why she decided to go for the shoulder. Shoulders are sexy. Wait, did you I- watch Jury Duty? No. Oh my God. Okay. No. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, sure, but like. 
someone you're not dating who like I just feel like why would you go for the shoulder? <laughs> I think because he's just laying like his shoulder is literally right next to her face. And yeah, I think so she she's thinking like, like she's like, I could just like ease into this and kind of let him know that like I am actually interested. So I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that would for sure wake his ass up and he'd be like, oh my God, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to wash his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Wait. All right, keep going, keep going. But I have something and to say. And Bella was like, it would be easy. Like, whatever we like would have happened if she did that, it would have been easy. So that's also another sign of love, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but could Bella do it? Could she betray her absent heart to save her pathetic life? Probably, because her heart is obviously absent. So I feel like you could probably do anything to that. Yeah, probably. Yes. Literally, probably. And then, as clear as if she was hearing it in her near-death experience, Edward's voice appeared, telling Bella to be happy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bella froze, and she was locked in place listening to the echo of Edward's voice, and Bella could sense that Jake picked up on this, and he began like reaching for the door. He was like, oh, she's uncomfortable. I should... No, you know. No, she's thinking about coming on your shoulder, Jacob. <laughs> oh wait, coming on. I forgot they're shoulder. in the car. Yeah, yeah, they're still in the car. He gave her. A I hug. was thinking that they were on the couch still, and she's like, "I could just like lean over and kiss his shoulder." No, no, they. they no, they, they, they I guess it's house. a little. They're hugging in the car. Oh. Mm, okay, I guess you could get away with it with a hug. Because when they're drive, they- when they're driving, you know how in the movie he like pulls yeah, yeah, her yeah, to yeah, yeah, I know. same thing. Okay, yeah, no, that I know he pulled her over in my section. I didn't say anything about that. But I'm just wondering if she could pull it off as well now. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's better. Coming on his shoulder? It would be awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're hugging. His shoulder's here. He's here. And she's like, if I just. <laughs> okay. 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 Fine. She can pull it off. That's fine. She can pull it off. I don't know why she would go for the shoulder when his face is here. She, instead of going like this. Well, that's what I really mean. Is- that's what I mean. Like before, I was thinking like, okay, well, he's sitting in front of her. Mm. She's laying on the couch, so his shoulders are probably like next to her face. So I was so thinking she's like, lean just forward. <laughs> like a little, like a little back shoulder kind of thing. Ew. I, I have the. Egg. That's what I was thinking when she was like on the, like thinking they were on the couch. Okay, so Jacob got it out of the truck, and he like all of a sudden like shouted like someone had punched him right in the gut. And this meant that a vampire was oh, near. Wait, wait, he got out of the what? The I know. I, I already said that part. Mm-hmm. The truck storm? Static. The truck storm? <laughs> yeah, the truck storm. I don't know what the fuck I... I don't know why. I think maybe you meant he like stormed out of the truck. Uh, maybe. But it was a storm of trucks. <laughs> it was the... That weather it was, was like, wild. Monster mania. <laughs> truck storm. So yeah, so a vampire was near, and Jacob could smell it, and he like slammed the car door shut and started the. So he like quickly got back in the car, slammed the door, and started the engine. And Jacob was like vis- visibly shaking, and he said to himself, "Quote phase or get her out of here." And he decided to get Bella out of there, seeing the fear in her eyes. So he starts backing the truck out of the driveway. And I guess as it's turning, the lights flash to show a car parked outside of her house, which I don't know how you wouldn't notice that. Like, you have to. Yeah. Whatever. Um, 
And Bella was like, oh my god, that, that car looks familiar. Wait. And she starts shouting at Jacob to stop the car. It was a black car, and Bella was like, that's Carlisle's car. It was like some Mercedes. I didn't write the actual whatever type of car it was. An, an A55 whatever it was with a very, light interior. A very fancy. Yeah. She like describes the interior of the car. She's like, I've been in that car. She's like, I, I know, know nothing about cars, I but I know the horsepower. I know the way it sounds when I imagine Edward fucking me in the backseat. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So Bella's like, that's all she knows. Oh my god, that that's Carlisle's <laughs> car. He's here at my house. Carlisle's here. And oops, Bella kept shouting at Bella to stop. <laughs> Bella kept shouting at Jacob to stop. It wasn't Victoria. There was no danger, and like a violent tremor like rocked his frame. And Bella tried to calm him down. She was like, "Listen, Jake, it's not." It's not Victoria. Like, you are in no danger. We are in no no danger. Do not worry. We're good. He has some serious self-control. I know. Yeah. If she was with fucking Paul right now, dead. Yep. Who do you think has more self-control? Him or Edward? Mm, Edward. I think Edward does. I feel like they're kind of paralleled. I feel like they would be on par with this because, like, if he couldn't control this, he would kill her just as easily as Edward would if he lost it for a second. Yeah. But he's com- he's keeping himself from changing composure, like, physically. Yeah. I don't know. I'm team Jacob, but I think it's – I think Edward has a little bit more self-control. Just has more experience. I think he just has to do it more often. Yeah. yeah, he has to do it constantly. Yeah. yeah. It is something he has to constantly think about. Whereas Jacob like only gives has him like to- an edge where he's like, okay, like I always have to be on. So he's just always on. Whereas like Jacob, you never know when you're going to get pissed off or some sort of scenario like this. And you got to, you better be able to control it in that very quick moment. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's just like whether you can handle it long term versus drop of a hat like that yeah but i just think there are less things like to trigger jacob into being angry when he's around bella like whereas yeah when edward is all like being around bella period is a trigger yeah okay i would i would say jacob getting upset over something like this like in this instance where like a violent tremor is going through him because he's like i'm about to phase and i fucking can't Mm -hmm. would be the same if like Bella was bleeding in front of Edward. Yeah. I feel like that would be like his moment of like do or die. Yeah. Yeah, but he has been around Bella like. No, I know. And he's he's had to control it like that. Yeah. Well, listeners, what do you think? Please let us know. So Jacob was still a bit angry. He didn't understand why Bella would want to go back to her house knowing a vampire was in there at all, regardless of what vampire was, who it was. You don't understand? He doesn't want to understand. (laughs) Jacob's face hardened while she stared at him. His hands were still shaking. He asked Bella if she was sure it was not some kind of trick, which, fair point, easily could be a trick. Although, Victoria being a nomadic vampire, how would she... Steal it. Steal steal a fancy Mercedes? Steal it. Easy, steal it. Just like they steal that little Ferrari that they take to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Bella insisted that it was not a trick and that Jacob needed to take Bella back. And Jacob was like, no, I'm not taking you back. And 
And Bella was like, what? And he was, he was like, if you want to go back, take yourself back. I'm not taking you back. His voice was okay. like a slap. He can't go back. That's his enemy in there regardless of treaty, regardless of vampire. That's his enemy. He can't go back there. And I wonder, like, um, I mean, he sounded like a dick when he said it, but he was like, I just literally can't. Like, if you want to go, fine. But, like, I literally can't go. Well, what like, I find I is interesting go. is that he says Jacob cannot be caught on their land, but I he's been in forks like many times and yeah like, well i think even when kinda... like when the cullens were around like i didn't think i thought the treaty was no i think the cullens just can't, can't go, go on, on their the land yeah but it says jacob cannot be caught on their land that's what it says in the book too yeah it does no oh, does it yeah uh-huh. it says that he he says i can't be caught on their land like i have to go i didn't think it was split like that I didn't, I, think, that I didn't think it was split like that land. either. I thought it was what you you just said. The Collins can't go on Quillute land, but like they're allowed to go wherever as long as it's like not. Well, has he? Okay, so maybe it's now that he's a wolf, he can't. Like he was there before he was a wolf and after they left. Yeah, I guess so. But now he's now transformed he's and now they're potentially back. Yeah. So it's their land again, I guess. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Mm, maybe so maybe that's what it is yeah. i i didn't realize it said that i thought he was just saying like instinctually like i will want to kill whoever is there and oh. i will transform into a wolf i cannot go there as myself i thought that's what he was saying but i guess if it says that he can't be on their land it's probably both both yeah <laughs> um and jake felt that he like kind of had to go back and tell sam like it's kind of important for the wolves to know if the Collins are back. So Jacob hopped out of the car and shouted goodbye to Bella and that he hoped she didn't die. So blasé. Like, yeah, like, like that's literally how he said it. And it's like a couple hours ago you were freaking out because you thought she was dead after drowning in the water. Yeah, but now he's A couple pissed. minutes ago you were hugging her, telling her he, you were so glad she's okay. And now the second she wants to go and see if – the Collins are in her house. He's like, okay, bye. Hope you don't die. He's like, it's like, it's literally giving like, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> like literally, that's what it's giving. Yep. Yeah, but I think he's just like more pissed that like, again, she's choosing these bloodsuckers over. Over him. Again. Her, over him and like over herself and her safety. Yeah. The yeah. way he sees it. Yeah. Yeah. So Bella felt remorse about this. Like, she was like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Like, I She was like, a second ago, I wanted to kiss his shoulder. Yeah. She was like, a second ago, I wanted to come on his shoulder. A second ago, I was about to date him, and then Edward might be back. So, uh, yeah, never mind about that. Yeah. I think I didn't do anything. But that was what I was talking about. I was like, if this car was not there in that moment, I think she probably would have went for it. Yeah, she would oh, have. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So Bella finally pulled up. Oh, did I skip a part? Bella turned her truck. Okay, yeah. So Bella turned her truck around and drove. So Jacob pops out. Bella gets in the driver's seat. She turns her <laughs> truck around. I'm sorry. I feel like there was just logistics there. Um, she turned her truck truck around and drove herself back home. And she's she's also thinking to herself like, what if this is a trick? Maybe I'm maybe I am being dumb, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty valid. It could very well be a trick. Who knows? Yeah, but. At the same, if it is a trick, like, I feel like she would still be concerned about Charlie inside. Yeah. No, Charlie's at the Char- hospital. 
Oh, Jerry yeah, Clearwater. Fuck. Yeah, Charlie. Or yeah, whatever. With, with Sue. With, with Sue. With <laughs> Sue. Oh, yeah. And Charlie's, I mean, Harry's body. That's right. Yes. That's right. Bella finally pulled up and opened the door to her house. She fumbled for the light switch since her house was so dark. Almost as dark as the water, with the orange flame flickering on top. And then finally, things clicked into place for Bella. Victoria was in that water. The orange flickering was her hair. That's literally how she fucking put this <laughs> shit together. Yeah, so stupid. And then the lights <sighs> flickered on, and a visitor was there waiting for Bella. And we don't know who the visitor is. Well, it's we Alice. do. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you literally stole my thunder of next week's episode opening, so thanks for that. Now I'm going to be like, well, last week, um, Caleb was spoiled, that was Alice, so Alice is waiting for Bella. Thanks. We all knew it. Now I can't do a nice dramatic opening to my section. Just fine. I don't care. <laughs> Just didn't want anybody thinking it was Victoria. It's Victoria. It's not. It's Victoria. It's Harry. <laughs> oh my God. Too soon. Oh my God. Bella, where the hell have you been? Like, watch your own Instagram story over and over and over and over again, like a psycho. That's good. I, I mean, obviously, I watch his booty shaking for that picture. Yeah. Over and over and over again. I'm like, this is so cute. I know our butts were so cute and so in sync. I cannot stop watching my Instagram story. All I have on my Instagram story today is a is a mirror selfie. I've watched it <laughs> countless amount of times. Something's okay, wrong. That with me. I would say is like a little weird because it's like just a mirror selfie. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I'm like, wow, I'm so cute. Look at my outfit. Look at how look at how dead in my eyes I am at my job. <laughs> I am not gonna lie. When I saw it, I was like, she looks very unhappy in this photo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you do look dead. I know. You got like dark triangles. Dark triangles. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! You're, you're not gonna. Um, everyone, go watch my Instagram story. <laughs> you don't see the dark triangles. Okay, that's just the shadow of my <laughs> eyelashes like- on my skin, but it does look like sad clown. It does. <laughs> um, I didn't notice it until Sweet Ariana just <laughs> mentioned it. So that's fucking awesome. That's oh. <laughs> You do look like a sad clown. Yeah, I look like a sad clown. <laughs> I did clown. not notice that before, but you do have dark shadow triangles. I know. Well, I just screenshotted it. <laughs> <laughs> so Bella... Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Bella said, tell me, rude boy. <laughs> she said, rude boy, can you get it up? Get ready, Jacob. Can you get it up, up, up? I'm sure he can. Oh my god. Um, he would be rock solid for her in in she would kiss his shoulder and he would be like Fling! <laughs> It would be immediate. Wait, Do you I think said, he'd turn I into said, a wolf? I said this meme to Nick. Just cuz like all the emotion like he'd be like oh my fucking god she finally loves me and just yeah. like wolf. Oh my god, totally. Kind of like, you know, like coming his pants, but cuz he's so excited, but, but like turning out. into I, a wolf. I said she you need to explain to the listeners what you just uh, mean. So yeah, so uh, this whole uh, penis moment is <laughs> reminding me of a meme that I sent to my boyfriend, and it says, my boxer is two seconds into kissing her, and it's a picture of Spider-Man, and his nose is, like, really fucking big, sticking out. It's like Pinocchio. It. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, like- <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> so what do you say to that? Um... 
I think he just liked it. I don't. Yeah, he just liked it. He said, "Don't call me out like that." He said, "Real chilly." And then he sent me this back. Hey, what's up? Eat your balls. <laughs> Eat your balls. <laughs> so yeah, that that's a uh, that's our relationship <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> I think your meme was funnier. Good for you. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.